Welcome to the power of faith and the ministry of David Hathaway. Please join David as he ministers today's word. Well, I'm very happy to be greeting you again and speaking and uh, welcome to the program and I do suggest that you encourage others to join because what I'm dealing with at the moment, especially because of the overflow of COVID, I'm really dealing with Bible teaching and spiritual issues and I'm going to take a very unusual text uh, today. It's from the Old Testament book of Habakkuk. And uh, I don't very often preach on this. (laughs) But I just feel that um, here we've got a challenge for today. And I sense very much that as Christians, as a church, we're facing a tremendous challenge in the the world. It's, yes, I know that Christians are persecuted, Christians are under attack in a number of countries, but there's a sense that the church has to respond. And I don't feel that in Britain here that we are necessarily responding as strongly as we should. In fact, um, if I take uh, one verse here, uh, it's in Habakkuk 3, and uh, reading in the first verse, a prayer of Habakkuk the prophet, uh, and he says, O Lord, I've heard your speech, and I was afraid, O Lord. And then he says, Revive thy work in the midst of the years. In the midst of the years, make known. And he says in wrath, remember mercy. And then it goes on to explain how God did answer him. But very much as we're looking at the church today, and I'm speaking as an evangelist, yes, of course we need to evangelize, and that is always the biggest challenge it has been in my life, because right from the time when I was 18 and uh while still a Bible student in those days after the war, there was a shortage of pastors and I was asked to take charge of a church at the same time as my studies. And uh, one of my first things I did was to get a tent in a field and evangelize. But I do believe that the church to be effective needs to use this word, revive. Um, I like the German translation of this word, which is erweckung or an awakening. And if we think about revival as, as an awakening, I mean, I know that literally from the French, the word means to make live again. Uh, and somehow both those translations are relative to what we're talking about. But if you look earlier in Habakkuk, in the second chapter, what I like here is 
uh, the prophet is saying, I will stand on my watch and set me on the tower and will watch to see what he, that is God, will say to me and what I shall answer when I am reproved. And, you know, it's very interesting because he's saying very clearly, I mean, the, the whole book starts off in chapter 1 with, Oh Lord, how long shall I cry and how long will you not hear? And there does come a time in our lives and in the church when sometimes it appears that God is not answering. This was very strong in my life when I was in the prison, as you know, 1972, all those years ago, 50 years ago now. And um, I prayed and I prayed, of course, who wouldn't in prison. And there came a time when it seemed that God didn't answer anything. And I can remember the morning and I was trying to pray and I'm saying, oh, Lord, I can't pray anymore because it seems as if the heavens are like brass shut up against me. You don't answer. And in my desperation that day, God suddenly did answer with such power that it seemed that the whole of heaven was opened and all the glory of God came down into that cell. But it came. Because I was saying like Habakkuk, how long shall I cry and how long will you not listen or hear? And we have to realize there are periods in our lives when it seems as if God is not answering. But it doesn't mean that there's, that God is not there. It doesn't mean that God is not listening. But, you know, my father always taught me a very good lesson. <laughs> I don't know how we got onto this subject. When he was saying that in the laws of physics, every action has a reaction. And he used to say that with in the sea, every wave is followed by a trough, or every trough is followed by a wave. And so it is. He taught me that emotions vary and experiences vary, but we mustn't take depression or take that God is not listening and not answering because um, my imprisonment was a terror. Oh, goodness me. It was the worst moment in my life. And yet God used that through the way that he answered prayer and the way that he brought me out to work one of the biggest miracles of my life. You know, it's very interesting because in the midst of this supposed depression and anxiety, Habakkuk is saying, I will watch, yeah, go into my tower and I will watch and wait to see what the answer is. <laughs> of course, he does add in, what on earth will I say to him if I'm reproved? Because you know, there are times spiritually when God has to reprove us. I know there have been times in my life when I've had to face reproof. And there are times when I, 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 I was overconcerned and over anxious. But here it says in, in this second chapter in verse two, the Lord answered me. And it's interesting because here, um, the answer from the Lord is quite strange because uh, here, um, Habakkuk is crying out, how long will you not listen? How long do I cry? 
And you, you don't answer me, but here, when he's waiting in chapter two for the answer, the answer is, the Lord answered me and said, write the vision, make it plain on the tables. In other words, inscribe it that he may run that readeth it. For the vision is yet for an appointed time. But at the end it shall speak and not lie. Though it tarry, wait for it, because it will surely come. So here, the Lord is already answering Habakkuk by saying, I'm going to show you the vision, write it down, speak it clearly, and run with the vision because the vision is for a specific time and it will come, it will not lie. And although it's delayed, wait for it. And there are times in our life when we have to have that sense of the patience of the waiting for the fulfillment of God's promises. I'm quite amazed when I look back, of course, looking back over now more than 70 years of ministry and seeing the difficult times that I went through, but looking back and see that God never failed. And I can honestly say that in the ups and the downs of my life, and there have been ups and there have been downs, believe me, there have been times when I, I was in poverty. I can remember a time <laughs> newly married with two young children. We had no money for food. <laughs> I think we lived for a week on mushrooms, <laughs> which we were got, which we got for, for free from a farmer. No, but you see, God never fails. And the answer will come. And although it's delayed, the answer will come. But we have to cry out to God. And I believe the church, in addition to evangelism, the church has to start some period of self-examination because... I question, and I think the church would face reproof and rebuke if God really speaks the truth into the church today. It's not always, oh, how good you are and uh, wonderful, you're doing a fantastic job. Yes, there are times when God says that, but it's very clear that there are times of rebuke when we have to start and think carefully what God is saying. And in chapter 3, Habakkuk is, again, and he's a prophet, again, he says in verse 2, I've heard your speech and I was afraid, O Lord. So sometimes even what God is saying can bring an element of fear. But yet he says at the end of it, revive your work in the midst of the years. And in the midst of the years, make yourself known. And our cry should be very much at this time, O oh Lord, in whatever we're going through, whether it's persecution, whether it's distress, whether it's the, the godlessness of the nation. And our, our nation is, like many others, is becoming more godless by the day. They're passing laws which are contrary to Scripture and I'm shocked and, and, and discouraged by what I say. And therefore, I need to cry out to the Lord. And I want to cry out to the Lord, Lord, in the midst of these years, revive your work. Hallelujah to Jesus. We are blessed. Oh, we are blessed. 
Thank you for listening to The Power of Faith, broadcast with David Hathaway. We would love to hear from you. Contact us by visiting www.eurovision.org.uk. Also available online are a large assortment of videos, magazines and books for your growth in God. We would like to give all new subscribers to David's ministry a free gift. To receive your free gift, visit www.eurovisiontv.org. Remember, those who know their God will be strong and do exploits. Worship used by kind permission of Vinesong, www.vinesong.com.